0: Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness.
1: I was a beast in uh, Quiz Bowl in high school, as all these nerds. But... <laughs> okay, so I got the. Wait,
2: wait, wait. wait.
0: Is, is audio recording?
2: Yeah, we're recording right now. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sons of Thunder podcast. Uh, We hope you guys are staying safe and staying sane in quarantine. Sons of Thunder took a little break, but we're back after, I don't know how many weeks it's been, but we're finally um, back together on a Zoom call. So if this busts out after 45 minutes, we'll have to repatch it in. But um,
0: yeah, what's up guys? You got Eric here. (laughs) (laughs) No else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jacob. Yeah, we're all here. So uh, <laughs> let's do. Uh, we're gonna start off with some That's trivia. Sorry, this is better than the Persaudi cast for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully we get a uh, we get off to a better start. <laughs> but we're gonna do some trivia just to warm up, and uh, so I'll start off with some Star Wars trivia. Mm. Um, hopefully, you guys have uh, been watching a lot of videos over this uh, quarantine. But, um, okay, here we go. And you guys are going to raise your hands when you know it, and then I'll call on you to answer. It's just like school. <laughs> okay, whose DNA were the clones made from? Oh, I got John. Django Fett. Django Fett,
1: good. Yeah. Okay, where does Yoda live? Oh, that was John. Clarifying question. Is this like when he's lived many places?
0: Answer the question. Where is John? he from? Like, where is his oh. house? Wait, Yoda's planet? I don't no, know
1: like, Yoda's what, Where did he? Yoda? Where did?
0: Where did he like live in? In the Dagobah.
2: Dagobah. Yeah, Dagobah. Yeah, yeah in
0: in yeah, exactly. Empire Strikes Back. He was living in Dagobah. Okay, wait. <laughs> I have to record the score. Jake, that's, that's a pretty easy score.
2: Wait, hey, John's, John's got, got two? two. That's pretty easy. John's got two. Wait, Jacob
0: has one. When did Jacob get one?
2: No, John's got two. Dang it, John's Jacob didn't get any. Sadly. Okay, so how did Obi Wan kill General
0: Grievous? Eric. He uh, after cutting off one of his arms, he grabbed a blaster and shot him in the heart. Nice. That's that's correct. <laughs> He's got one.
2: Okay. Any? Okay.
3: Never mind.
2: <laughs> How many times did he shoot him, Jake? Do you know that?
0: Oh, come on.
2: Uh,
3: six. Five. Six. Five. All right. Well, I'm just nervous, so like, like, not nearly on the level of these guys. So <laughs> no, you guys <laughs> are good. What are you guys
0: good. Really? Some shots. Five shots. My goodness, it says five. I, I don't know. So
2: that's, that's the reason. I've they've got it off a random website. Favorite. So. Okay, this one's easy. This one's for Jacob. <laughs> Who is Jenga Fett's son? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> okay, John. No,
0: you can't give that one to John. No. He's <laughs> got two points already. Wait, nice, no. man. It's Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. The only other Fett in the... <laughs> <laughs> You okay. so just related. gave John
2: three points. Uh, this is great. Okay, what is uh, what is Yoda's last name?
3: Question. Point. He doesn't have one.
2: Oh, Jacob got it. Really? <laughs> got it. Okay. We're at Jake's had got one. He's got one, and John has two. Let's see. How many? The Jedi Council consists of how many members? Twelve. Eleven. Eric, with 12. No hand. No no hand. hand. Come you on, dude. Do it. Okay, uh, what planet is home to Chewbacca and the Wookiees? John. Dang it. <laughs> that would be Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk, correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to uh, some... Do you guys know The Office? How oh, do we know The Office? Do you guys like some Office trivia? Yeah. Sure. Or Lord of the Rings, office or Lord no, of the Rings. No, office first, and then Lord of the Rings. Okay, office. <laughs> okay, what? What does Michael pretend to fire Pam over in
0: season one? I don't know. Oh, who, to, who watches season one? Who who re-watches season John. one? Was it because she didn't get a folder to him
1: in time? I don't know. She was uh, stealing it, that's something. That's what like, was she stealing?
2: Oh, Jake, yes. Post-it notes. Yeah. There you go. He said that she was on board. post-it notes. Jake's on wow. the board. So it's a... <laughs> hey, I got
3: Jacob
0: one.
3: <laughs> I you got like three, man. I'm coming. Jake and
2: Eric have two, and John's got three. So We're, it's a close one. Okay, so a foreign exchange student lived with Michael when he was young. What did the foreign exchange student take from Michael back when he was... When he went back to Yugoslavia, <laughs> <laughs> Eric,
0: his heart—he took his heart. No, incorrect. He was in love with him. What did he? Um, see? I a shout out. we
2: doing a Nance shout out now. cheating.
3: No, no hand. cheating. It, stole, okay,
2: you guys don't know it. It's a—he stole all of his blue jeans, <laughs> and then he had to wear shorts the whole winter. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he was like, a, I called him my brother. What kind of brother steals blue jeans? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go to the Lord of the Rings. What?
3: You guys. Oh, you want another one? One or two more. Okay, yeah, here, dude, here, here's you another one. I'm going to get crushed on Lord of the Rings. You guys okay, have feel of a route. <laughs> okay, finish this quote from Dwight.
2: When he was asking Michael questions after being offered the spare room in Michael's new condo. <laughs> Question. My grandparents left me a large number of <laughs> A dressers, B couches, or C armoires. Oh, for sure. Armoires. John. I'm going to go with C. C armoires. That is correct.
0: Okay. You know, I Go think ahead. the audio to John is a little bit quicker than it is to me. I think I'm going <laughs> to yeah. behind the question yeah. here. So yeah. <laughs> I'm it
1: would well, be visual, that. the hand is raised. <laughs> the
0: answer is a two point tired. penalty. Well, you can hear the question, I think, so I think it's a two point penalty. We're tied. Okay, um, okay, you know, okay,
3: Eric, this, this one's radio. for you. Going on right now.
0: <laughs> okay, Eric, you got to answer band, this question. Isn't as large. Okay, I don't live with
3: my
2: okay. parents. Okay. <laughs> Okay. What is the first voice we hear in the Fellowship of the Ring? Frodo, oh, Gandalf, you. Bilbo, or Galadriel? Bil- Galadriel. Galadriel. Oh, God. Galadriel. John. I can't pronounce. It. John's kicking some butt over here.
1: Okay. All due to you know my housing arrangements, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> what is the name of the end who carries Pippin and Mary through Fargon Forest? Fangron Tree Forest. Treebeard with hair. No, Jake. Jake got it. No. Jake he, got got it. it
0: apparently he said it before he called on him. <laughs> I was looking he down would get a detention. <laughs> this is like cool.
2: Okay. In The Return of the King, who kills the Witch King? That <laughs> oh, was Mishk. Uh, Mishki? Mich- uh, the band was
0: Man. Aowyn? Eowyn? You Aowyn, Eowyn, yes, that's correct. Ew. You slaughter her name like that. Ew. Hey. Okay. She's your type
2: for sure. Yeah, she is. She's, she's my <laughs> girl. okay. This one's on multiple choice. How many Academy Awards did the Lord of the Rings trilogy win? Four, seven, eleven, or seventeen. I saw Jake's first. Eleven. <laughs> you looked up and you saw him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, Eric, you got Eric, go. How many? No, wait, what'd you say, Jacob? He said 11.
1: 11.
2: <laughs> what were the options again? 4, 7, 11, or 17. 7. They want 7. No. Nope. 17. Dang it. <laughs> 17. Okay, none of you guys get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if you get an answer. Okay. okay, here we go. This one's an easy one. While traveling... Wait, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> While traveling through the minds of Moria, which member of the Fellowship of the Ring is killed by the Balrog. Boromir, Frodo, Gandalf, or
3: Aragorn? Aragorn. I waited I till you were done asking the question.
2: Who who did it first? I wasn't looking.
3: <laughs> Gandalf. Gandalf did.
2: Okay. Okay, John wins. That's been. Uh, that's the <laughs> end of show did the show. You guys get the notification? Yeah, I got mean, that Okay, so John
0: had That's the Holy Spirit, man. That's the Holy Spirit upgrading us, man. Jake had four, and Eric had two. Why did Jacob beat me? Wait, what? Yeah, Jake kicked oh. your butt. He doesn't understand. You a lot of the softballs to him. Just all this <laughs> do is, you know, I'm pretty boba sure it was boba Fett.
3: first, man.
0: Who doesn't know Boba Fett, dude? <laughs> boba Fett. <laughs> Yeah, so, so, oh, okay. that's some trivia. Salt for you. Can you guys see my gulag stash? My gulag mustache mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Eric's got a pretty dirty stash going though. Very dirty. Gulaggy. Is all that all your I quarantine
0: gulag. mustache? Yeah, it's the gulag mustache. That's what we're all in right now. Quarantine.
3: You. Why don't you lead us off and tell us a little bit what this quarantine has done to you?
0: In what way? All the ways, or every
3: way—physically, mentally, every way. spiritually, emotionally.
0: Wow, big question! It has been awesome. I have I have honestly enjoyed probably every day of it. I am um, living in Minneapolis just with my roommate Josh, and I've been staying here, and it's just been like a full time retreat for me. I have uh, I started a new, a new job at at Children's Hospital, working as a part time security officer. So something to keep me busy during the, the quarantine here, and also kind of feel important working at a hospital. It's been, Good experience. I've learned a lot, and um, it's been super chill, and I and I enjoy it. Um, Spiritually, it's been one of the coolest times of my life because all of the the noise of life and the busyness and the things that kind of prevent me from, in a way, kind of allowing myself to understand where my soul is at, understand where my heart is moving. um, It's it's allowed me to be more familiar with uh, the movement of my heart and how you know how I can nourish my soul. A priest told me early on in confession, he had said, it's not strength of body that we need in this time, but it's strength of soul. Um, and you, you, you hear from a lot of men that I've talked with, like, oh, I, you know, if I could only go to the gym or like, you know, all of these things. It's it's become, it's it's been revealed to me how I choose to fill myself in, in, in the world. You know, I mean, like the things that I choose to do to distract myself from actually what's going on. So it's been good. You know, it's been challenging. You're kind of faced with yourself. You're kind of just looking in the mirror every single day, looking at yourself. So demons are familiar to me, and temptation is real. Um, and But, you know, it's a good time to be able to just be in the desert with the Lord and to actually leave the desert and understand, enter back into life in the world with Christ and understand the glory that that is. So it's been a weird Lent. It's my fourth Lent, and, you know, we're, like, literally in the desert. So... Yeah. That's a little a bit for me. But yeah.
3: That's awesome, man. I, I've actually heard a lot of people say that. Like it's been a blessing in a lot of ways. Yeah. I think yeah. the media wants you to think people are freaking out and some are. Like some people are hoarding toilet paper. Um, but I think a lot of people realized how hectic and crazy their lives were. Um, I know for me, my cortisol has just decreased incredibly, like my stress has gone down. Um, And I think it kind of makes you realize too, like how much we busy ourselves and Mm. how like, we just kind of just go about our days like robots and we don't really um, even realize it. And then you look back your week and you did all these fun, cool things, but they kind of grow mundane. Um, So I think it's in a sense done two things. It's kind of made me realize what I really don't want to be doing that I did do. And then it's also made me realize what I'm really appreciative and what gives me life, and how yeah. once this quarantine ends, I want to start doing that again. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. What what, yeah. what are some of those things? Um, I think the big one is just being like outdoors, um, which we have been able to do, which has been really cool. But um, I want to make it a point more to like go camping or to do like bike trips or just like get out and explore. Um, Kind of stuff you do eat pretty regularly. Maybe I'll have to Um, join you. Thank you, man. And then actually eating out, like, you know, on a weekend or something, just going to a restaurant, having a meal made for you, enjoying a meal with friends. Um, That's something I definitely – grabbing drinks.
0: Mitch is going to be a regular at Chili's after this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The the loyalty
0: club. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome, man.
2: What about you, Sean? Being married, man. Yeah, dude, it's been uh, it's been awesome just being able to kind of lean more into the vocation. Just because I'm quarantined with my family right now, which is fun. Just I feel like I was living a quarantine life before this quarantine. It was it
0: was funny because you, you're the you're the third married guy, young married guy that I know that has said that. I'm like, well, my life really hasn't changed. It's just, I was already living that. before. Yeah, it was totally the case.
2: Except now it's like you're actually like quarantined, <laughs> but it yeah. was it's just like super nice to spend all of my time at home, spend all of my time with Liam. It's been really fun just like seeing Liam during the day, seeing how he you know, interacts with Alexi, seeing how he interacts with me, like being there for all of his naps. And like when when I hear him start to cry, go in there and get him out of bed and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's been super fun to be able to like really spend a lot of time with my family and, you know, just lean into the the relationships that are most important Mm -hmm. right now, which is with Alexi and with Liam. So, just being able to lean into those. And even just, we, we've found a bunch of new hobbies to do, which is really fun. We 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 played uh, we play a lot of board games, which is, um, which is really fun. So we play Monopoly and Scrabble. <laughs> Actually, we were both scarred from our childhood from Monopoly just because being from big families, it's like you just start fighting and stuff. And you just like, <laughs> it was, we would all like, it, me being in my family when we would play Monopoly, it would always end in like a family fight and we Dude, would all grandma, just hate each other grandma
0: would just always steal from she was a banker and you're like you're laundering money i know you are grandma and this is wound there i get it
3: thank you, or you got your rich <laughs> uncle who'll actually give yep. you like a real dollar dollar bill for like, like a couple thousand it's like yep. you're stuck between a rock and a hard place <laughs> yeah <laughs> <It's>
2: so funny <laughs> yeah so it's been fun playing board games we've uh We started, uh, so I think we were on a Skype last week and John asked me if I was making sourdough and we actually, we actually started making sourdough. So um, we, we have a little starter that's sitting out on a, on a shelf. So we're uh, letting the yeast, um, yeast grow. So we're letting this organism grow. And and we actually started making kombucha, which is fun too. We have a little scoby going. So yeah, we're trying to boost our immune systems and stuff. So it's, uh, it's been fun. You know, I've really enjoyed it, but obviously it's, it's a little scary too, um, being, being that and I both have asthma, so we're not like super high risk, but if we get it, if we get this virus that's going around, it it wouldn't, it would be pretty difficult to, um, Mm -hmm. bounce back, um, just because we have, you know, weak lungs already, but it's been, it's been pretty good. I mean, just a lot of a lot of awesome things are going on in in my faith life and my spiritual growth doing a devotional, uh, 30 day. No, I think it's a, I don't know how many days it is. I think it's 33 day, um, to devotional to St. Joseph. So it's awesome being able to lean into St. Joseph and learning, Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. learning more about him, learning more of the the yeah. badass he was. I don't know if that's sacrilegious to call him a badass, but he re- legit was. You know, he was an awesome guy. Um So it's just being able to learn about that, being a father, I think it's it's awesome being able to, you know, learn about Saint Joseph and yeah, and, you know, just being able to spend more time with the family.
0: So it's been. Yeah. Really yeah, St. Joseph's thing. has kind of been your guy for the last, I mean, I remember since like November, you've been really talking about him. And since the Father Mike Schmidt's podcast, you've been kind of really pursuing a relationship with him in school.
2: For sure. Yeah. It's just, it's really cool to see an authentic um, father, you know, and a, you know, just a protector and an actual, yeah. you know, just seeing how he reacted. And so, yeah, I it definitely, he's definitely been on my heart a lot. So just leaning into that more. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. John. What are you about you, you, man? It's less so of a desert and much more of a beach. It's still warm, but there's uh, lots of time to relax and leisure. I like what you were saying, Mishk about just taking time back, and that's something we we can hit on here: is how to leisure well without getting into acedia achadia. That that's is. Yeah, acidia. Didn't
0: we have a podcast on that once? I think we mentioned it. I don't think we really dived into it. This is like the perfect time to talk about that, though.
1: So. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Uh Eric, do you want to define that vice for us?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you wanna do you wanna add more about what, what, what's going on in your life or no? Oh. <laughs> You're on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Still saying. It's
1: beautiful out. <laughs> The sun is shining in Minnesota, and we have time in the day to actually catch it, not just on the weekends. So Mm -hmm. I have the liberty and uh, the gift of being able to work on a computer, which you can move those around and go outside if you want to. And Mm -hmm. the days go by quickly, but, hey, time flies when you're having fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're kind of like the most retired man in the world there. <laughs> yeah. I think if you John is really world, for Arizona, man. No, no, no. You guys have the wrong conception of life, right? If your whole idea of retirement is doing what you want and having contentment with it, then that's a sad way to picture your middle years, you know? We can still do that now, and especially in our youth. That's something we uh, should really be striving for, is trying to contain and live out that youthful vigor and the enjoyment of life in the ways that aren't just hustle bustle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, to kind of hit it off of the, what, what do we want to, let's keep it consistent. Are we going to say a or a thedia? Uh We're English. So John and I were taught a cheat well, that's the Italian pronunciation, so acedia would be there. acedia. Yeah, because we learned it kind of in the Italian realm, which was a C was a J, so anyhow, our C H. But so acedia is it's in light of a spiritual good, you experience despair, and I've been really reflecting on it that specifically around leisure um joseph Pieper has a book called leisure the basis of culture where he talks about acedia and how when we're how, how correctly people don't know how to, how to correctly leisure and that it's when we're in leisure that we're actually able to reflect on the good and and you know the good things in our life and the things that we actually enjoy jacob what you're talking about exactly is you know it's a sign that you've been leisuring well and that and that you've been able to go into leisure and reflect on the things that have been you know, important to you, so that when you're not leisureing, you can go pursue those things. Um, and you know, so I've been reflecting on, on two things. One, Pascal, he's a philosopher from what century, John? I don't know, eighteenth, or nineteenth, eighteen hundred. Yeah, eighteen hundred. He says the hardest thing for a man to do is to sit alone in his room, and that's all we're doing right now is just being alone <laughs> in a room. You know, and it's and it's and it's how it's a man doesn't know how to oper- how to how to act or how to what to learn and what to do. And I think as, as a man, you know, there's a certain masculinity that comes out in this time. I've talked with you know, people over FaceTime, things like that. And everyone's talking about what they're going to produce in this time. Everyone's talking about, you know, cause I mean, for the next, once we get out of this thing for the next year, the, the only conversation starter is going to be, what did you do during coronavirus? You know, what did you do during quarantine? Like, you know, what did you accomplish, right? Like, what did you, what did you achieve and things like that. And so it's been this kind of pressure from a a masculine perspective of like, you know, we're it's inherent to us to build and establish and provide. And we're in this time that where all we can do is just we have time to build things. We have time to pursue new things and stuff like that. And there's this pressure, this kind of like this analysis Paralysis, like I've, I've experienced, kind of a paralysis of like I have so much time on my hands. What do I do? You know, what, what can I choose to, to to learn or what can I choose to build? I've been really wanting to build a canoe. That's kind of like the thing that's been kind of running in the back of my mind. It's just like I want to take this time to build a canoe, you know, like and that like we're all looking for a product to to show at the end of this time of what we've done. And something that I've been reflecting on is what if at the end of this time it wasn't you know oh I said I took this class or I built this thing or I I read this book or whatever, but it was, I took this time to to grow in relationship with Jesus. I I took this time to grow in relationship with the father. And I I experienced the kind of the the empty handedness that we're all part of right now. And, you know, yes, we can go build canoes and we can go read books and learn things, but I've just been reflecting on what would it look like in this time to at the end say, you know, I, I just I grew I grew immensely in my faith because I had time to pray and I had time to reflect on my soul and everything. You know, Jacob, you're talking about of, of the things that I enjoy in life, um, and I think the opposite of that is uh, a sedia, is this kind of restless. I don't know what to do. There's all of this spiritual goodness around me and all of this space and time. But you experience despair and you, you experience paralysis and you don't you know what to do. So you don't do anything. And then you find that your time's over with and you're in the whole time you realize you just experienced poverty, you know. And so I think, you know, to talk about and, and poverty matched with this idea of like spiritual fruit in this time and what it what it means to grow closer to Jesus and have that be the the product of, of, of this time. So that's something that I've been reflecting on a lot of like, what can I do during my day? And in the time that I have to say, I grew closer to Jesus, I didn't, you know, busy myself with these things, but I leisured correctly, you know, does that make sense? I feel like you're more
3: right now, Eric, than striving, mm-hmm. so to speak, which I'd say is kind of the opposite of my experience. Um, this quarantine, I think I've doubled down on work. Um yeah. and you know I've had a backlog of just stuff I want to get done. Like my closet yeah. is like color coded perfectly and like all this busy work. <laughs> um and uh you know it I my spiritual life hasn't been as good. Um I'd actually say it's decreased um <laughs> since the coronavirus has hit. Maybe not this last week because it finally hit me. You know, it's like wow, I haven't been really praying. Um, so it is interesting how you can. Fill your time quickly. Um, I wouldn't say like the stuff I was doing, I hated. I enjoyed a lot of the, what I do and work, but um, you can quickly forget, you know, what's most important. Um, and then just kind of like you were saying, and I think it's kind of the, are you abiding or are you striving mentality? And, um, my strive to abide balance was way out of whack. I was just trying to get out of this quarantine, you know, being able to play the fiddle, the guitar, the cello, four languages. And, um, I think God kind of hit me over the head. He's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to still have a relationship with you, uh, no matter the circumstances. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can you explain a little bit more about what you mean by abiding and striving? And I'll just say that I, I don't know if I've been doing it well either. You know I mean? like I've been, I've been keeping myself busy. I've been reading, I've just been like, you know, taking up new ideas of like what to build and dreaming and things like that. Yeah. Biking, just like So I, I haven't been doing it well. It's more so like, this is what I want to transition into with this time, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, there's a time and a place for both. Right. And, uh, I think, to to find you have to schedule time to abide. At least for me, it's way easier to strive than to abide, um, than to just sit back and relax. So uh, you know, it's it's kind of finding. And so for some people, they need to strive. Right? You can't just sit and pray all day. For the most part, like we're not, we're, we're yeah, not, yeah, I call nice world. World. yeah. So yeah. I think it's finding that balance. Mm.
0: That's true.
2: Yeah, it's, I think it's difficult to. I think when we have so much time and when we're in charge of like all of our time, whether it be for me, like working from home for all of us, you know, um, having so much leisure time, I think what I, what my interpretation of uh, a was, was just doing things to get them done and kind of just mm. um, not giving, not pursuing excellence and everything. So I think I, for me, I was falling into just working to get it done so that I could, you know, go on a walk or something like that. And and I think that was really filling me with just like just some weird emotions where I was just like I, I just didn't feel fulfilled and it, I, I just felt like what am I doing? Like, I have so much time, but I'm just like wasting it, you know, and I, I'm i working for, you know, more than eight hours. And then I'm sitting on my phone for two, you know, I was, I was kind of took a very Petersonian look at my life and was like, okay, how, like, what, what am I doing? Because I definitely was falling into a CDA, you know, I was doing things to get, like trying to get things done, not doing things while pursuing excellence in my work or Or even just like, you know, I'd be done with the day and then I would just want to watch a movie or, Mm -hmm. you know, I would just want to rest and do nothing. And and that just like brought me so much unfulfillment, you know, and I felt like I needed to, you know, schedule out my day and kind of do what, like figure out what, how I would feel fulfilled. And I know that like, it wasn't important to, you know, find fulfillment in my day, but I just felt like. I was just, you know, going through the motions and not trying my best, and that was just really, you know, hurting my mental state. And so I, I kind of just, you know, re, um, re focused, and kind of was just like, okay, I'm gonna, we're gonna be here for a while. <laughs> like, there's no real end in sight. So I think just trying to. Do your best. This is so way easier said than done. You know, I've probably done this one or two good days. There's been, you know, two days where I've been like, you know, I, this was a good day. This was a great day. So just even just, um, you know, just giving my all, whether it be at work, whether it be, you know, playing with Liam or going on a walk or making dinner, doing the dishes, vacuuming, all of those things, just really putting forth effort. I feel like. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the best way that I was able to conquer you know that acedia um, being like I wasn't giving my all to that. So I don't even know if that's a good definition of acedia, but um, that's kind of how I was finding it in my quarantine life. Um, yeah, and it, and it just sucks. you know you you know the feeling that when you're not giving your all and it's just you know draining it drains you even more. When you don't try, it, it drains you even more,
0: which is such a well, I think. I mean, I think, like at the root of it, that's what a CDA, like that's the after effect of a CDA, right? Is 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 saying I had time to do something, or I had space to do something, and and I just kept myself busy, or I or I did my I did the things I was supposed to do halfway, then you get done with it, and you're like I don't feel you know like I don't feel accomplished, I don't feel fulfilled, you know what I mean? And it's it's I, I mean I I don't know if even like you know the the choice of like limiting yourself, I think I don't know if that was one of the I think I heard that once. It's just like, you know, like this idea of analysis paralysis is like, there's so many options. So I'd rather just not choose, you know, like, like the amount of times I've gone on Netflix, you know, and, and I, and I, and I turn it on and I'm like, I'm like, Oh, does this look good? Like, oh, I don't know. I mean, you know. Like, it's like a seven out of 10. And then like, I'll just keep on searching through, you know? Yeah. And then it's just like this analysis paralysis, just like, I don't really want to choose anything. because If I choose one thing, then like, this is the two hours I have right now. and You know what I mean? But like in the, in the everyday world, outside of coronavirus, like, that's our normal thing. Is that, like, I have two hours. What am I going to fill it with? And, like, that's been my experience of the CD in the past. And so now it's, like, I have my whole day. I have, like, you know I mean? I'm only working part-time right now. You know what I mean? So it's just, like, I have my whole day to do something. And, like, it comes with, like, an intentional choice. But, uh, yeah, and, and with discipline, of course, yeah.
3: So how are you guys? Where are you praying? What's kind of your go-to or maybe it's different every day.
2: Yeah. Mine's different kind of every day. I think it's, it's difficult. Um, just with just being in a, I don't know how many square feet my apartment is, but it's, it's, I think it's a little more than a thousand. (laughs) So it's, it's difficult when you have a sleeping baby and a, and a wife that's, you know, doing those things, but it's, I mean, I've, My goal, I remember when this, when this, um, (laughs) when the quarantine started, I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch the sunrise. Like, I'm going to go. And sit on the steps of the cathedral and watch the sunrise awesome. and pray in the morning. Like I was, I, that's what I said to myself. And I've, I haven't done that. It's been twenty days <laughs> and I haven't done
0: it. <laughs> we still <laughs> got time. I mean, they another thirty I days. I still got go
2: time, so hopefully you guys hold me to that. But it's, it was, it's just so funny how we, you know, romanticize. Oh, it's gonna. I'm gonna have so much time to pray. I'm gonna have so much time. But now it's. it's it's been, you know, trying to stick it in, like, in different places. Today was probably the best. Liam went down for a nap, and Delexia and I both prayed at the same time. So that was, yeah, that was fun yeah. to do. But, yeah, it's. I think the best was, yeah, today,
3: this morning. For me, with the churches being closed and um, everything, I found nature to actually be a really great place for me to enter in. I've been going to Lebanon Hills a lot. <laughs> and, um, I'll just look over, you know, uh, water or the woodlands and it's so big. It's 1800 acres that you can go there and not see anyone or hear anything, uh, other than nature. And, um, that helps because I actually, I'm still going into the office and my, you know, by the end of the day, my amygdala is firing, right. Thoughts of stress, anxiety, worry. Like when you're in a confined space, you just kind of lose perspective. Effective, And, um, when you can just go out in space and in nature, your, your mind is freed, your, your prefrontal cortex as John, John can back me up on this. Your prefrontal cortex, uh, is your creative processor. And, um, once you free your mind, of stress and worry, you can really actually like enter in and dive in. Um, so I found it just be a really great outlook for just being with God. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I can see how your desire
0: after quarantine is to be in nature more, like you've been talking about. Yeah, that seems like there's a there's connection there. Much the
3: right? city boy, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: for me, I was on a I went on a four day silent retreat, and I came back, and it was like, and then, and then like the next week, everything just kind of shut down, and I was like, Whoa, what's going on? And I was actually, I felt very fortunate to kind of come from a posture of that. Into having my whole day to myself you know um you know for march i was unemployed and i was just kind of like what's next i don't know what's happening and i was experiencing kind of like this poverty of life not being able to live in the present moment but also being uncertain of the future so i was trying to find a middle ground of like how can i live in the present moment and be confident and trust in my future and so like this sound retreat really it was with the brotherhood of hope um uh you know part of this group that i'm discerning with and they um they have this prayer style where you, 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 you take a specific passage of scripture. I think I sent, I, I
3: texted this to you guys with that, with that huge group or whatever, yeah. um, but other group of guys, but Ignatius Ignatian style, prayer. What was that? It was Ignatian style, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's Ignatian style prayer. And it's, so like for the silent retreat, what, you know, kind of where we practice it and then like, actually implementing it into my life, it's been difficult, but like it's something I'm trying to grow in. They, um, so you, so you take a passage of scripture you know whether it's in the gospels or in isaiah or the psalms or whatever and it's kind of this hour long prayer session where like for the first 10 minutes you you go to the place where you're going to choose to pray and you and you you step back about 5 to 10 feet and you look at that place you're about the prayer and, you, and you, you ask yourself, how does the father view me in this moment? Right. And you kind of reflect on that. Right. And it's just like, you know, how does the father see me in this time? Right. Like, is, you know, I'm like, does he experience the pain I'm feeling? Is like, do I, you know, is he loving me? Things like that. And then, and then you kind of make a, like, a dedication. You just kind of dedicate like, your whole heart, your whole mind, you know, your body, like all these things. And you just, and then you kind of just sit in a chair, you read the passage, and then you just meditate on it for like 45 minutes, 40 minutes. And you just sit there and, you know, the distraction comes through and you kind of just like pray against it and stuff like that. But you're not really like, you're not like asking a specific question. You're kind of just letting, um one of the brothers described it to me as you're like in inception and you're like making a dream of of, of the passage and you just kind of see where the Holy Spirit kind of brings you in that. And so like one of them was like the road to Calvary. Like I was like meditating and like praying on the specific road to Calvary and, and you and you you have to see how you fit into the story. Like one of them, for, for example, was uh John 21, when the disciples uh, went out fishing right after Jesus's crucifixion, it was kind of like this moment of like, that was a really hard funeral. Like, I'm going to go eat a sandwich kind of thing, you know? And then like Jesus approaches the shore. And I kind of found myself in the story, like walking up onto the shore with Jesus and like having having like a fire with him. And then he brings the disciples back, like we all have breakfast together and like things like that, you know? And it's just, and there's specific words that I, you know, I have found this type of prayer to be very effective in like actually hearing the father's voice for me. Um, cause like this, this silent retreat was just like a four day, like backpacking trip with the father. Like I was, I just got let go from my job and it was just like, let's just go in the woods. Let's just go camping, you know, just me and you as like, you like, know, father, son. And that's been really, like really helpful for me in this time. Cause it's just like all, all, all of the days kind of in my hands and I have, you know, and so it's been really helpful for me to like, kind of pick these passages of scripture and then to kind of do that at home and just say like, okay, I'm going to go pray in this chair.
1: Yeah. I'm going to take 10
0: minutes to reflect on like how the father views me. And then, I, and then i go there and it's and it's and it's it's just it's always been fruitful for me because how i in the ignatian prayer style is a lot on feeling it's a lot about the movements of the heart consolation, desolation you know you you know oh i saw myself as peter like i just I, I put myself in that scene and i just i felt like i was from the perspective of peter and i had these feelings and you're supposed to like you know write those things down and then like you know that's really kind of how the holy spirit kind of directs us through yeah. different discernments and things like that so um so like i've, I've been kind of trying to practice that more and it's just been it's been really fruitful and so with um holy week coming up i'm planning on walking up the road to calvary with jesus because it's been really hard for me during the holy week i feel a lot like peter like i feel a lot of shame like i I don't want to see my leader get crucified like i just you know i I, like there's a lot of shame and rejection but like my prayer for holy week is going to be I want to be with Jesus, like, I actually want to see him suffer, because it's really hard for me to, like, really, you know, enter into his suffering throughout Lent. So that's kind of the, the, that's the story I'm going to meditate on over Lent, or, or over Holy Week, of, like, actually seeing Jesus' crucifixion and being present for that, Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I love that you bring up uh, John 21 because yeah. I think that's a good question to ask ourselves is um, what happened is Jesus was crucified, right? And the, the disciples, the apostles, they, they just went back to their old ways of life because that's mm-hmm. like what they knew pre-Jesus mm-hmm. and they were scared. Yeah. And I think the question for us is like this quarantine, are we just going to go back to our old ways of life? Are we going to go back to doing the things we actually don't like to do, the things that are destructive mm-hmm. to us, or are we going to... You know, use this as an opportunity to grow and to enhance our lives, to enhance our faith, to enhance how we make the world a better place. Um, yeah. And it, it, for them, it really took Jesus, you know, coming back. He had to resurrect, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Besides uh, Mary and John of the Cross, there was a select few who still really believed in Jesus without yeah. the resurrection. <laughs> um, so I think for me this week, my my focus for Holy Week is um building the foundation to become the man i want to be and um you know and that will be through desolation right embracing you know suffering what what makes me suffer what am i avoiding you know what are the feelings i have the anger whatever it is that i'm suppressing and then how am i going to actually embrace it face it head on with christ by my side with christ leading the way and then die to that so that i can grow in fullness that's
0: cool man i mean yeah it sounds like you're you're, you're kind of being led to to kind of see the perspective of, of christ yeah one time for one of the prayer sessions it was it was right after it was like the pa saw it was when like um one of the brothers had me meditate on being held by mary after the crucifixion you know and so it's just like you know i feel like we should feel the permission to like you know meditate on these passages through the perspective of christ you know and it, like, yeah like, you need to go die to yourself like that hey, but and, again john 21 though after he was resurrected it wasn't like i'm here like you know it, like he said he said go make disciples of all nations like he gave him a mission after after lent and he said come follow me right like he said that to peter like do you love me and i think um i've always taken the perspective of peter and i think you know that could be a question for a lot of us during quarantine of the lord asking us do you love me in this time like are you are you seeking me in this time? Um, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's
2: good. John, what do you have to say about that?
1: Oh, I like listening to you guys. It's good. sounds like you are really going deep in the meditations and figuring out the gross, gunky parts of the soul. I'm glad the sons are taking advantage of this time. It's wonderful to hear. Similar for me, too. It's... Uh, you guys had a great little discourse on the Gospels. We could be just, you know, theologians throughout our whole lives. <laughs> <laughs> Mishki's the brimstone. <laughs> Mishki's got the monk beard, that's for sure. Brimstone and fire.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, Sean, Sean, you still got yours. You're keeping it trim, though. Yeah. Stash. I'll tell you this. On the real, I think Eric and John... Honestly, look better with stashes. <laughs> that might be like my my favorite look for you guys. I receive that. I receive that. Yeah, it's a good look. For John, you, guys. John
0: rocks you, should, you should tell you, shall, you should tell all the That's women strong. in the city that <laughs>
3: John, I think I'm the lone duster when it comes to having a stash. <laughs> I've never seen Birds fly rock. away, children run off screaming. <laughs>
0: I'd approach you. I'd approach you. It was my, my mustache, too. Mm-hmm.
2: So <laughs> what else are you guys doing during this quarantine? I know we talked about faith. Um, like, what else are you guys doing? We can talk about fellowship and fitness. We can bring those in. Fitness, baby. Yeah. Eric, I know you uh, sent us a bunch of stuff for fitness. What? <laughs> yeah, that worked out. <laughs> yeah. What have you been doing
0: for fitness in this time? Well... Yeah. I mean, I guess like the biggest, like the spiritual thing for me was like, well, if I can't go to the gym, I guess I got, should work other muscles. But, um, you know, it's, it's getting warmer out. So I've been, I went for a 35 mile bike ride y- yesterday down at Stillwater, which was super fun. And, um, something I've been doing at home, I have kind of resistance bands. So I've been doing kind of isometrics match with resistance bands. So I've been doing like a, you know, I, I sent it to you guys. It was like a, you know, you, you do like a two minute ball sit and, and then you kind of get a push up pose in between two chairs. And then, you know, just kind of like the resistance bands, kind of working the shoulders kind of, and then, you know, of course, core and stuff like that canvas the abs summer's coming. Um, but the thing about for me, like, I guess a tip on isometrics is something Casey Dynan taught me is that a lot of people think you can just get into a pose and then just kind of hold it. And there's a difference between holding a pose and then actually engaging your muscles and actually like really flexing in that hold, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. for the push-up hold, like in between two chairs, um, you're not just holding yourself there, but you're like you're like you're you're pushing everything you have like against the floor or like like against against the chairs and you're trying to push yourself up, but you're not actually going up. So you're just kind of like flexing everything and you're mostly focusing on your on your middle back and you're focusing on your lats and you're engaging more of your back and less of your arms. And so it's more of a kind of a a trunk workout in a way. And then, uh, with, with the wall sits, you know, you're, you're squeezing the buttocks and you're flexing the core and things like that. And it's just, and it, it gets to this point where it's, it's super mental because it hits, it hits two minutes, you know, and you're like, I got 30 more seconds or I have another minute. Like, I don't, you know, and you, you just sit there and you, you focus on this kind of, it's called this Russian breathing exercise where you, you only breathe through your nose and you go in eight, eight seconds and then out four seconds and then in eight seconds and you just sit there and it's kind of like you, like you have to get to this, like this, this, kind of like tranquil state while your muscles are just burning and you're just kind of just remaining there and then you just can't walk after that which is super fun but i've been doing that and biking and trying to trying to stay fit and eat healthy but i just can't stop eating i feel like the fat guy from um what's the the movie I said it to see you, John. Uh, what is it? Some powers. Awesome powers. <laughs> powers. Oh, they don't come into <laughs> uh,
3: what's his name again? That bastard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the point. Now we got I'm to explicit. Too I'm too away from John now.
0: <laughs> chocolate covered almonds. Wait, I'll give you ten seconds. Yeah, Do Jacob is is bumping up his trivia. John, hey, how are was, you doing this uh, though? Oh, I was gonna ask. I ate this the whole thing. Wing, I so. ate this whole thing of chocolate covered almonds. This was all me. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that this
3: is so. <laughs> Over like a day, week? (laughs) Two days, three days? I don't know. (laughs) Those Those are good. Jake, what were you talking about? I was going to ask you how the weight gain's going. I I don't have a scale, so (laughs) I don't know. It's the scale app. You just stand on your phone. (laughs) (laughs) classic no it's been
2: been, you have to be like oh yeah (laughs) yeah so it's been uh it's been definitely i know that i haven't been hitting my calories just because we don't want to go to the grocery store more (laughs) so i've done the it's kind of been put on pause which kind of sucks and i can't do as many okay i can do i do a bunch of squats i probably i try to do 100 squats when i do legs just air squats and try to do some deadlifts and stuff, but it's tough. Most of my stuff is done in the gym. So definitely learning a lot. I have the, I have two, I have two sets of dumbbells. I have 45s and 20s. So I try to do a lot with those, but um, yeah, it's definitely tough. I I've, yeah. I do um, David Goggins. He does a bunch of Facebook, like uh instagram live workouts so i do those which is fun it just does crazy like jumping jacks push-ups sit-ups and yeah squats so
0: every, everyone's gonna have the uh every, everyone's gonna have the short twitch muscles just like the really lean long muscles after all this you know it's just like you know, yeah in. it is uh, it's
1: it's
2: <laughs> tough though i i've i've I was so driven to gain weight this uh year so it's it threw a wrench in it but we'll see where i'm at um post-quarantine once i can get on a scale <laughs> i'm scared to weigh myself
0: <laughs>
2: but john what have you been up to i know you're a a, a gym a fellow gym person
0: a fellow gym guy
1: yeah eric hit the nail on the head and jacob too just combining the ability to go explore more and see parts of the city that i'm not acquainted with while still pushing myself and exerting, you know, you can't really level up on the, it was easy to say, like you were trying to describe Sean, the the progression you could see with numbers and more weight being added on. That's not exactly in front of us, but uh, it's still good to, for me at least to find exercise in different ways and try to integrate that and incorporate the outdoors as well. So we're all we're all finding what's challenging for the body and the soul, and just settling into being being happy and content with where you're at.
2: Definitely. Well, this has been good talking to you guys. Just good to get. Yeah, it's been great good to get cast in again. Yep. I like the
0: I like the this is this is a leisure cast. We'll call it the leisure cast. The leisure for cast. sure. Leisure and, oh, okay. and acedia. figuring it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're in the, C- no. yeah. acedia, the acedia cast where are we no i'm interested to
2: see what the audio is like here yeah me too yeah hopefully we can maybe do this more and keep our listeners happy well yeah guys i mean
0: anything else
1: oh this is I a great cast it. good to see the faces and hear the voices oh. yeah oh yeah oh, talking again. with you guys
0: i heard it i heard it thanks for listening to the sons of thunder podcast you got eric charles
1: jacob and john all right tuning in next week Peace. Ciao.
3: sons
0: of thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith fellowship and fitness